0: All right, so there's the usual three stories, and this time, this episode, I'm going to be spending most of my time on just one story. It's probably going to take me like maybe, probably 50% of the time. So uh, if if I do seem like I'm going long on one, I do have other stories. It's just there are a lot of points I have to make concerning the main story. All right. I hope you guys had a great weekend. Um, Let's get into it. Alright, so this is from abcnews.go. And it's an interesting story. And one that brings up many different topics. Okay, here we go. Girls soccer team is yellow carded after wearing equal paid uh, t-shirts. Okay, players from a high school girls soccer team in Vermont were penalized after they revealed a message promoting equal pay under the team jerseys during a game, the team's coach said. The team had approached Burlington High School soccer coach Jeff Hayes several weeks ago with an idea to reverberate the message first promoted by their heroines, the U.S. women's national soccer team, Hayes told Good Morning America. For Friday night's game, which was senior night, The entire team, as well as the coaching staff and members of the crowd, wore the custom-made white t-shirts adorned with hashtag equal pay, Hayes said. After the warm-up, the girls placed their jerseys over the shirts to comply with the bylaws of the Vermont Principals Association, but after a late goal was scored with three minutes left in the game, some players took off their jerseys in excitement. The fans were just absolutely going crazy and began chanting equal pay. Hayes said. However, the officials ran over and issued four yellow cards for unsportsmanlike conduct over the excessive celebration. The penalized players had to sit out for some of the game, but were eventually allowed back in, Hayes said. Members of the team admitted that they got carried away by taking their jerseys all the way off, but said the message outweighed the penalties they received. It goes for everyone, every girl, every woman, the world, player, Helen, Warden said, it's just—it's not just about sports. Uh, Friday night's game ended in a tie, but the team feels as if they won in the spirit of spreading the message. They now have sold more than 700 of the shirts, inviting men and boys to pay 16% more, which represents the average pay gap in Vermont, according to the team. The Burlington High School boys' soccer team has even worn the shirts in solidarity. Vermont Senator Patrick Leahy and his wife, Marcelle, or, I think that's how you pronounce it, I don't know. Or among the purchasers. Leahy tweeted a photo of the couple wearing the shirt saying, uh, Marcel and I stand with you. Okay. The referee who issued the yellow cards even bought, t- even bought a shirt after the game and told the players he's excited to wear it, according to the team. The money made in the sales will go to support youth soccer leagues in the community. They did such an amazing job with getting involved in the community. Now, here's the thing. I believe, here's the thing. I, I, I'm I going to be honest. I don't know all the ins and outs of the rules. But I believe that this article is mistitled. Okay, because it says, Girls Soccer Team is yellow carded after wearing equal pay shirts. I don't believe that to be the case. the girls took off their shirts that the girls took off their jerseys that's what I believe got them penalized it's i don't believe it was the message that's that's just me i just i don't believe it was due to the i don't believe it was due to the to the message but that's just me i don't know all i don't know all the rules i don't know the technicalities so i'm putting that out there but now, here, here are many of the points that I have to make. One, uh, I appreciate that these girls, uh, you know, that they spoke freely and, stu- and stuff like that. You guys know I'm a huge proponent of free speech. Even when I think that they are wrong, I still believe you have the right to say something. Um, free speech gets really hazy when it comes to school, and it, it's something that it's kind of hard, it's kind of hard to do. And it's just kind of hard to find that happy medium that works with everyone. Cause as I, as I've said, you know, there are schools where, you know, you can't wear hats. Um, unless it's a school, unless it's school colors and it's plain. Like my, um, my high school, you couldn't wear, um, a Raiders hat. And it was just like because the reason that they said it was because it's gang affiliation, and so you know you had that, and then obviously there are people who disagreed, especially Raider fans, which uh I hung out with a lot of uh Raider fans um during you know middle school and uh a little bit of high school, so you know there's that there's that free speech issue um but let me, let me, let me say this. Um, there, there was an article that was released in, I want to say July. Yeah, July 8th. And it's by Sophia uh Carbone. And... It's called, there should be equal pay for the World Cup. That means paying men more. Okay. The United States women's soccer team just won the FIFA Women's World Cup against the Netherlands. The left was more ecstatic over this than they were during the 4th of July. The crowd traded a USA chant for one, for one saying equal pay. Um, and by the way, this is, you can find this article on humane, uh, HumanEvents.com. The Soccer Equal Pay Controversy began making headlines in March when 28 of the U.S. women's team sued the United States Soccer Federation over institutionalized gender discrimination. The 28 include the team's leading players. There is a pay gap in soccer, no doubt, but to the dismay of social justice warriors, they have incorrectly identified the victim of the skewed pay. It is, in fact, men who are not earning their fair share comparatively. Leading up to the Women's World Cup, and especially now that the U.S. has secured the win, the pay gap conversation has snowballed into one that grabbed the attention of Congress. Over 50 legislators signed a letter addressing the supposed institutionalized gender discrimination. Amongst the legislators was is Democratic Senator Chuck Schumer of New York, who stated, The women make just as much of a sacrifice, put in just as much mental and physical energy, absorb just as much risk of injury as men, who play for our national team? Yet when you break it down, a woman's national soccer player soccer te- soccer team player earns a base salary of thirty six hundred per game, while a men's soccer player earns uh, five thousand. Okay. Now let me just say something. He talked about the amount, of the sacrifice, the mental and physical energy, um, you know, the risk of injury. Here's what you have to understand. Money is made in sports... One of the ways is through eyeballs. How many people... And I've said this before in different episodes. How many people are watching... you? How many people are watching you guys play? How many eyeballs are looking at your product? I mentioned this in the WNBA episode... And, you know, they kind of talked about, you know, we're not getting paid as much. We're not getting what we deserve. And it's like, okay, no one is watching you guys play because people aren't interested in what you have. Here's what we need to understand. It's not about, here's the thing, it's not about wins. People think it's about wins. It's like, oh my God, they went undefeated. You know, they should be, they should be, uh you know, they should be getting as much money as the men. And it's like, no, it's wins wins don't equal wins don't equal revenue wins can help you get revenue that is true because when you have you know you're winning you know people kind of tend to root for you and people tend to watch you more so that can bring in revenue but if you just if wins do not equal revenue okay it's all about it's all primarily it's about eyeballs and you know, merchandise—people buying your products. You don't walk down—you don't walk down the street and see a WNBA jersey. I've never seen an Elena Deladonna Donna jersey. I've never seen a Sue Bird jersey. Walking down the street, I've never seen—I've never seen that. I see Kaepernick jerseys all the time. He's not even playing. I see Kobe jerseys. He's not playing anymore. I see Michael Jordan jerseys. He hasn't he hasn't been playing for a long time. You, you have to you have to understand it's about it's about eyeballs, and it's it's not about. Chuck Schumer missed it. It's not about sacrifice. It's not about mental and physical energy. When it come when it comes to playing the sport, yes, th- those are important factors. Absolutely. You do need sacrifice. You do need mental and physical energy. It's about, you know, putting your body on the line to help your team get the victory. But when it comes to making money, when it comes to revenue, when it comes to dollars and cents, those factors don't matter. They, they just don't. They sound nice, but you're, you're not arguing, you're not making the argument. This is from the same article. The Huffington Post threw out some numbers commonly used to propagate the pay gap myth. They reported U.S. soccer's women's salaries are approximately $30,000 less than the men, in addition to earning smaller bonuses. U.S. soccer awarded the men's team a $5.4 million bonus after it lost in the round of 16 at the 2014 World Cup. It awarded the women's team $1.7 million when when it won the entire 2015 tournament. When you figure revenue into the equation, the money that drives the financial reward, the math doesn't add up. Forbes' Mike Ozanian helped set the record straight when the lawsuit was first filed. Referencing the Women's World Cup in Vancouver four years ago, Ozanian said, the Women's World Cup brought in almost $73 million, of which the players got 13%. The 2010 men. Listen to this. Listen to this. Listen to this. The 2010 men's world cup in South Africa made almost four billion dollars, of which nine percent went to the players. So let's just, let's just, let's just do some math. We're going to do some math. Okay. We're going to do, we're going to do some live, uh, on the air math. Okay. So we're going to do four billion. Okay, so we've got four billion and then we're gonna do divided by seventy-three million. Okay. So the women the men's world cup made fifty-four and I believe I have this number right, but they made fifty four point seven nine percent more money than the women's world cup. That's 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 what you need to know. The women's World Cup brought in seventy three million dollars in revenue. Okay, the men, we're gonna round up, brought in four billion. I don't I don't know if I don't know if you're good at math or if you're really bad at math, but four billion is a much bigger number than seventy three million. Okay, so. The women got 13% of their revenue. The men received 9% of their revenue. I mean, my goodness. My goodness. That, like, that's huge. In yesterday's World Cup, participating teams received over 22% of the revenue, whereas men only received 7% of the revenue in last year's World Cup in Russia. Women are actually earning over three times more than men. That changes your perception, doesn't it? It's about how many people are watching you. It's not it's not wins. It's like this. It's I hate to bring little league into this, but it's it's like this. So baseball is going on right now, okay? Let's say, let's say there was, let's say there was a situation. Okay, let, let I'll put it like this. Let's say the Yankees were going to be in the playoffs. I mean, the, the Yankees were going to be in the World Series. They're out now, but, you know, whatever. So the Yankees are doing their thing. I think they're out. I actually I, I I don't know. I'm going to use a different team that I know is out. So the Dodgers, the Dodgers are out. Because Kershaw once again did his thing in choking. But anyway, that's not the point. So let's say the Dodgers were exactly they'd won 500 of 500 500 of their games. So they went so they went uh 81 and 81 because they played 162 games. Let's say there's a Little League team and they go undefeated. And they they win everything you could possibly win. Are we saying that the Little League team should be making more money than, than what the LA Dodgers are making? Just because of wins? That's not what it's about. It's about it's about eyeballs. The the NBA tends to the NBA tends to do really well. I mean, it gets better every year. But they do especially well when the Lakers are in the playoffs, the Celtics are in the playoffs, the Knicks and just these you know these old teams, just these really classic storied franchises. Okay. This this year, this year's finals that just took place It didn't do as well, ratings-wise. You know why? Because people don't care about the Raptors. The Raptors won it. Yes, they did. Congratulations to Toronto. Good for them. But in the grand scheme of things, no one really cared. Canada Canada cares more about hockey. That's their thing. It's not about, it's not about, it's not about wins. There are so many other factors you got to look at, people. Okay, look, here, here's this article. Here's, here's this article. All right, and I, you know, I just find it amazing. I find it amazing. You know, people talk about, people talk about gender. People talk about, you know, the wage gap myth and it's usually it's usually women who talk about it because they feel that they're you know some feel that they're suppressed and oppressed and you know all these things that you know men are just putting women down and they won't let us rise and you know we 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 can't be equal to men that's just that's just what they think did you know that there are occupations where women make more than men did you know that one of those jobs is modeling female models dominate the industry? They dominate. They dominate the industry. If you took if you took the high, if you looked up highest paid models highest paid models in the world, it'd be a long time before you got to a man. I can't even think of a name of a I could name. I could name, like, probably 30 female models right now. I couldn't name a guy. I couldn't. This is from, this is from a website called allmyfriendsaremodels.com. Okay? And it's titled, Here's Why Female Models Make More Than Male Models. This is by, uh, Jessica Frost. The modeling industry is one of the few industries where women dominate and make up almost a hundred percent of the highest-paid spots. It would take a while to do to list off all of the mega models who are making bank. Yet I could probably count on one hand the number of wildly successful male models. I mean, good for her because I, I can't I can't think of one. I can't think of one. The whole equal pay debate is a whole other article, but it is kind but it is kind of great. To be part of an industry where women aren't paid less than men simply for being women. The reason female models are paid more, though it is unfortunately a very predictable and stereotypical answer. To put it simply, women are easier to sell to and to know and tend to know most know most definitely spend more money on fashion and beauty than men. Because that's the main that's the main market. Okay? It would be great to be able to tell you that female models get paid more because they work harder and are more valuable, but in reality, it comes down to marketing and money. And look, you're going to have to forgive me for all the stereotypes in this article because unfortunately, a lot of them are reality. I want you to listen to this next paragraph. This explains it perfectly. Jessica Frost hits the nail on the head in this next paragraph. I almost don't even have to read the rest of the article. Listen. When a man goes shopping, he walks into a store he likes. He picks up two pairs of jeans, a few t-shirts, button-up shirts, maybe a couple of trendy jackets and there. He's set for the year. That she gets it. That is what we do. We just don't care about fashion as much as women do. Here, here ladies. So mo- most of my audience, you know, you guys you guys are men. But but I do have you know about a third of my audience is women. Okay, so listen, listen. Most, um, how can I put this? Here's how men. Here's how men think, and here's how men go shopping. Men, we are problem solvers by nature. That's just our thing. You can at you talk to any guy. That's just how we're wired. That's why we're more likely to give you advice than to just, you know, let you talk. It's like, okay, so you have this problem. The guy is like, okay, how do we fix the problem? Your feelings are nice, but they're not going to fix the problem. That's just how men are wired. We're, we're problem solvers. So we go into a store and we're like, okay, I need this, 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 and this. Go, I, We'll just do a grocery store. We'll just create a simple list. I need milk. Eggs and bread. I need those three items. I go in there and I just get those three items, and then I then I go to the self checkout or I go to the cashier. I pay up and I'm out of there. It's that simple. Okay, that that's how men, that's how men shop. We have a plan. We write down our, we write down our plan. We have the plan. We go and execute the plan. Plan is finished. Okay. Women, here, here, here's, here's what she writes. Here's what she writes. This is exactly what she does. Women, on the other hand, visit multiple shops, have dresses, shirts, skirts, shorts, pants, jeans, and accessories to buy, and all of that again for a different occasion. Men keep it simple, whereas women research before they buy. They're more influenced by trends and brand names, and they have a tendency to indulge a little more than men. It's that simple. Women go, women do all these looking. They're looking for brand names. Oh, you know, you know, that's why, you know, women will ask, Oh, who are you wearing? Cause they want to, they like the look of something and they're like, Oh, you know, what, what brand is that? Who, who created that? Who designed that? Men don't care. I have boxers from Costco. Seriously, I have, I have boxers from Costco. I love them. But would a woman do that? Not likely. I mean obviously obviously this is this isn't all men and all women, but this is just the general this is the rule rather than the exception. So these women so these female models make more than male models. They just do because they're the ones who are influencing you know women more. Guys, we look at a model, we're like, uh, oh, she's sexy. that That's really, that's really all we see when, when we see that. We don't really care too much about what she's wearing. It's like, yeah, that adds to it. But it's like, oh, you know, she's hot. But women, they see it, and they're like, oh, okay. So she can wear that. Women tend—women will underestimate their size. They think, oh, okay, you know, she can get into that. I'm... I'm somewhat close to that. So they will, they will, they will go down to size and say, oh, okay, I think I can wear that. And they'll just, they'll just do all of this stuff. And it's, it's a joke. It's an, it's just, and that's just how women are wired. And that's okay. We have, we just, we just have, we just have to understand. And, and here's what she says. Here's what Jessica Frost says. Fashion brands know this. They know that, there are, that there's a lot of money out there in females' wallets waiting to be spent, and they know they have stiff competition in the market. So what do they do? They choose a model that aligns with their key market, someone the people they are selling to like, and stick their face all over their ad campaigns in the hope of influencing women to shop with them. Major fashion conglomerates pay millions of dollars to sign a model To be the face of their brand. When you look at their figures though. The cost of buying a model's representation. Is only a fraction of what they stand to profit off. Of the relationship. I mean it's. The beauty industry. Is an estimated 445 billion dollar industry. That is continuing to go. To grow year after year. it's it's just it's just how women are wired it's just it's just how you're wired and so anyway going back to this gen this gender wage gap thing it's it's ridiculous it's ridiculous like it it just just the idea it just doesn't make any sense the idea of just paying a just paying a woman less just because they're a woman doesn't make any financial sense for a business it makes no sense if it doesn't make dollars it doesn't make sense it's like this I, I've said this before if if the gen if the gap were true for the reasons that it's true just because they're women if that were true just because they're women all businesses businesses would just they would mostly hire women. They would, they would almost never hire a man because they would be able to just get away with paying a woman less than having to pay the man. If it, if it worked like that, that's what businesses would do because businesses are trying to maximize their, their, uh, their revenue, minimize their losses. That's the point of a business. That's their number, that's their number one goal. And to just discriminate against women by paying them less just because they're a woman is is stupid. It's stupid. This is from CNBC. Ten jobs where women earn more than men, according to Glassdoor. This was published of March 28, 2019. Okay? Across the United States, women still earn less than men, taking home an average of 79 cents for every dollar a man receives. Now, obviously, I've gone into that before, where it's about, you know, occupation, hours worked, willingness to travel, things like that, okay? So, there are social reasons. Okay. But the gender pay gap is shrinking. Three years ago, it was a 24.1% difference, and in some industries, the trend has even flipped with women receiving greater salaries than their male peers. Interesting. That's according to a new analysis by Glassdoor of more than 425,000 salaries shared by full-time U.S. employees. When Glassdoor compares workers of similar age, education, location, and experience who hold the same job title, the gender pay gap falls to 4.9%, meaning women earn 95.1 cents for every dollar a man does for the exact same work. On average, in 2011, the adjusted pay gap was 6.5%, or about 29% higher than it is today. But in 10 occupations, such a gap is non-existent. Instead, women actually enjoy a pay advantage, or a reverse gender pay gap, says Glassdoor. The advantage is relatively minimal compared to the one men enjoy in all other professions. In the occupation most generous with female salaries, women earn on average $1.08 for every dollar earned by similar men working the same job. But in the role that most heavily rewards men, the pay gap reaches 26.6%, meaning male pilots earn roughly $1.27 for every dollar a female pilot makes. Do you want to know why that is? That's because male pilots take more flights. They fly more. They're willing to they're willing to go on longer flights. As I said before, women just prefer to be near their family. They prefer to stay near home. They want to minimize travel. I, I just want I want to ask you this. How many female pilots have you ever have you ever seen? Think of every flight you've ever had. Was the was the pilot was the pilot or the co-pilot a female? Some of you are having a hard time thinking thinking of a time. And if you've never been to an airport or you've never really flown the odds are you're very likely to have a male pilot why because men are just more willing to travel pilot, being a pilot is a lot of time away from your family there are usually more female there are usually more female uh, flight attendants than there are male male flight attendants and obviously with piloting you know there's you know there's math and science involved in just things that men are more geared towards. And then you have the female flight attendants, which are more geared to a hospitality and service. And okay, you know, what can I what can I get for you? You know, what kind of drink do you want? Are you comfortable? Are you okay? Things like that. Okay, here are 10 jobs where men, where women out their male co-workers. Communications assistant, associate, I should say. The Gap is 1.1%. Military Officer. Shocking. 1.5%. Solutions solutions Specialist. 1.5%. Purchasing Specialist. 2.5%. Logistics Manager. 3%. Social Worker. 3%. Inventory Specialist. 5.6%. Field Services. 5.8%. Research Assistant. 5.9%. Number 1. Merchandiser. 7.8%. Merchandiser has been a top-paying role for women for a number of years. From 2006 to 2015, women earned 7.6% more than male male peers, before rising to a 7.8% difference more recently. But other fields may have made some big changes in the past couple years. Between 2006 and 2015, men earned 11.5% more than women for performing the role of logistics manager. Now women earn 3% more than men for such work. Inventory specialists un- underwent a similar transition, paying moving from paying men 4.8% more than women to awarding women payouts 5.6% larger than men. So, you know, it's just amazing. It's just amazing. When there's less, when there's less, you know, when women feel that they're making less in a certain job, they're upset. But there are occupations where they just get paid more. There are just certain jobs that are just better suited for, for certain people. It's just it's just that simple. To discriminate to discriminate off someone just based off a of, to discriminate someone just based off a of gender for a job is it's just it's just dumb. It's just dumb. Just, just think about how money works. You want to, just forget, forget if you're a business. Forget if you're a business. Just you as a person. You want, you want to have more money coming in than you have money going out. That's why no one likes living paycheck to paycheck. Because their expenses, you know, equal their income. Okay, no one likes that. People want their income to be greater than their expenses. That's why one great tip is living below your means. How much do you make here? How much is your income? Okay, keep your expenses at least below that number. So you always have more money staying in, staying with you than you have going out. You just, you just, it just doesn't make any sense to just give someone less money just because of their of their gen- of their gender it makes no sense. men would be trying to find jobs all the time. that could that could pay well. It's just it's just dumb it's just dumb. now I'm gonna say this about the girls again. you know they you know their high school um, you know they took a stand you know they said what they um, they said what they wanted to say. And I, I completely commend them for that. They're good looking. They have a great future. You know, student athletes usually. You know, being a student athlete does help you in your career. Um, it it, it can really help you because it teaches you about it teaches you about uh teamwork, um, working hard, um, sacrifice, and all that. It's they teach you great uh characteristics. They teach they teach you great traits. So, you know, I hope the best for these girls. Um I hope their season goes well. Um, but anyway, that's that's what it's about. That's what it's about. Okay. So don't you know, I I know I talk about this a lot, but it's just it's just frustrating because there because there areas where women don't complain because they're making more, but when they're making less, they think oh it's because we're because we're a woman. It's just, it's just annoying. It's just... Okay, so that's that story. Um, I told you I would take about most of the time on that story. Now, here's the thing. Here is a story from Fox News. That... I can't, you know... This is... It's not a funny story. It's not a funny story at all. But, I couldn't help but laugh. So, you mean, I mean, you can call me mean, you can call me cruel, all of that. You just, you know, just, okay, here we go. As I said, this is from Fox News. This was from, uh, this was from Sunday. This is from Sunday. Dog runs over owner with four-wheeler in Alabama accident. A dog was being blamed for an accident in Alabama in which her owner was run over by his four-wheel all-terrain vehicle. The man, whose name was not released, was seriously injured in the incident, which happened Thursday in Locksley, a local television station reported. The man pulled into a bakery on Highway 59 with the pooch tied to a leash, the station WKRG-TV reported Saturday. When the dog tried to run off, somehow the leash became tangled with a throttle. The acceleration threw the man to the ground and the vehicle then rolled on top of him, according to the station. The highway was shut down so that a chopper could land to airlift the man to the hospital. Cops took custody of the dog for a brief time. WKRG reported she wasn't hurt. Well, I would imagine not if she was the one who ran away. Okay. Okay. Um, that, that's all the article says. I, I, I just gotta be, I just gotta be real here. As you guys know, I'm not a fan of dogs. I'm not really a fan of animals. I don't care for them. Um, I don't think you need them in today's society. They seem, they just seem, they just seem unnecessary. They seem, I mean, you can have them, obviously, but I just think, I just think it's a waste. Um, of money. If you, you know, people say, you know, oh, I want, you know, I want a friend. You want a friend? Get a human. Find a human. Seriously, find a human. There There's 7 billion out there. I'm sure you can find one. Okay, so I'm just, I'm looking at this story. And I'm thinking, well... Here, I just, I personally, I gotta be real, after, after this situation, if I were the, first of all, I can't even envision myself getting a dog, um, it's, I told you, unless, you know, my wife and kids just, you know, nagged me to get one, and they just did it for years and years and years on end, that's the only way I could see myself getting a dog, but, I'm going to put myself in, the, in in this poor guy's shoes. If my dog ran over me, well, if my dog is the reason that I was ran over, I got to be honest, and you may call this mean, but I'm, I'm not going to abandon the dog, but I am going to get rid of it. I'm going to get rid of it. Obviously, obviously, I don't believe the dog meant to do it. I don't believe that. I don't believe the dog was plotting in her mind, you know what, when he steps out, the second his back is turned, I'm booking it. And, you know, just so, you know, I'm going to tie my leash around the throttle and when he turns his back, it's going to be off to the races. I don't think, I don't think this dog was thinking that. But I just gotta be real here. I, I would be, I would be bitter against, against this dog. I, ju- I, I, I would. Now, you guys may say, oh, you're mean, you're heartless, you're horrible. Hey man, I don't wanna, I don't like getting run over. That's, that's just me. That's just me. When it comes to choosing between being run over and not being run over, I would choose to, uh, not be run over. Okay, so that's it for that story. Now, the 49ers, you know, they're 6-0. and But they beat the Redskins by 9 points. 9! It took Robbie Gold, it took 3 of Robbie Gold's uh... Three of Robbie Gold's field goals to do it. So here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. I'm not I'm not big. I'm not big on the 49ers. I don't trust them. I I, I don't I don't I don't trust them. Here's their schedule. Here's their upcoming schedule. So they're currently 6-0. Next week, on um the 27th. Uh, next Sunday afternoon, they play the Panthers at San Francisco. Then they play um at Arizona. Then they play, then then they host the Seahawks. And, well, let me say this. After the Cardinals, they have a bye week. Or no, excuse me, they don't have a bye week. Yeah, scratch that. I don't know why I just said that. Oh, I, I see why. The Cardinal game is the Thursday night game. Okay, so 49ers, I believe, are going to beat the Cardinals. I, I'm i just going to say this. Don't be surprised if the 49ers lose to the Panthers. I I just, I, I could see it happening. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if the 49ers won, but it also wouldn't surprise me if the Panthers beat them. Now, on November 11th, the 49ers play the Seahawks. Now, that's a game I believe the 49ers are going to lose. That's that's just me. I don't see it happening. I don't see the 49ers finishing the season undefeated. Okay, Cardinals. Then okay. So they so they host the Seahawks. Then on the 17th, they host uh, they host the Cardinals and then the 24th they host the Packers. I believe the Packers are going to beat him, um, because Aaron Rodgers is unbelievable. And then they play, then they go to Baltimore to face uh, the Ravens, and then they got to go down to the Mercedes-Benz Dome, take on the Saints, then they host the Falcons, and you know, rip Matt Ryan, by the way. And then they host the Rams. And then they go to Seattle. They go to they go to the 12th man. And I don't I don't see them, I don't see them beating the Seahawks. So I'm gonna go I'm gonna go through these games. I'm gonna I'm, I'm just gonna go through these games. Stay with me now who have the 49ers played the buccaneers the Bengals, the steelers the browns who could still possibly go to the playoffs i think it's unlikely now but okay the browns then they played the 40, then they played the rams then they played the redskins the 49ers have played no one let me tell you this if you're a 49ers fan Please don't, please don't fall into this, you know, delusion that, oh, we're going to the Super Bowl. Please don't do that. I don't want you to do that to yourselves. That's painful to do. Okay? Just look at your, just look at who you've played. You haven't, be honest with yourself. Have we played anyone? No, we haven't. We haven't. It's, it's just that simple. And I, I, I don't, I don't see I just, I just, I mean, here's the thing. Right now, the 49ers are, have the best, uh, defense against the past. Against the past. They're fantastic. Okay. But look who they've played against. The 49ers have the best, uh, total, op- have the third best, uh, total offense. And this stuff is according to, uh, NFL.com. The Ravens are at 450.7 yards per game. Cowboys at 443.8. 49ers 408, 408 yards. Right. A little bit behind them is the Chiefs. And then just behind the Chiefs are the Seahawks. I just don't have faith in the 49ers. And I, I'm up here. I'm up here with 49er fans. I'm in Sacramento. So you know a lot a lot of the fans are like, you know, Oakland and stuff like that and you know, Oakland's garbage. So we already know that. Um they got spanked by Green Bay. But you know, I see some 49er fans and they're they're becoming a little bit arrogant. And I, I just remember, the Bible says pride comes before the fall, you know. Or pride, you know, a hearty, a haughty spirit before the fall. Pride comes before destruction. Okay, Forty Nine er fans, calm down. You haven't played anybody. I'm a Patriot fan, and I, I, you know, we've kind, we've kind of earned our arrogance. I mean, we played tonight against the Jets, which we should, we should win. But we're going to the we're. See, here's the thing, we're going to New York. We're going to, we're going to East Rutherford, New Jersey, and we just kind of struggle there sometimes. So I think we're going to win, but if we lost, it wouldn't, it just wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me. But we Patriot fans and you know, the Patriot organization, we have a right to be arrogant. Personally, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not an arrogant Patriot fan. And I don't know any arrogant Patriot fans. This is just our. This is just our norm. We're, we're used to this. We we understand where if the patriot the Patriots will always be in. They're always going to be in the running. If we don't make it this year, we'll be back next year. As long as Belichick and Brady are together, we have confidence to know. Okay, we will make it. We will make it to the AFC Championship. That's just our mindset. At, at a minimum, we're gonna make it to the AFC Championship. We may get blown out the water, but we will be in the playoffs and we're gonna make it fairly deep. That, that's just, that's, that's just how, that's just how we think. Alright? But 49er fans, yes, you're undefeated, but you barely beat the Redskins. Who, remember, they just barely fired Jay Gruden. Okay. You, you beat him by nine points. You, three field goals. Three field goals. And mind you, it was tied. It was tied for the first half of the game. Robbie Gold didn't hit that 28 yard field goal until 528 into the third quarter or with 528 left in the third quarter. It, it, it just, no, you're not it, I, I, I don't, I just, I just, I just don't want to see 49ers, 49er fans get depressed and all of that, I just, you know, you know, just be wary, just be wary, okay, just watch yourself, you know, hope for the best, could you guys make the playoffs? I think so. You have 6 wins. Okay, I I think I think you're going to finish with a winning record. Um so, you know, I think worst-case scenario for the 49ers this is worst-case scenario. Okay, if Jimmy Garoppolo stays healthy and and the defense, you know, keeps on clicking, which the defense is looking overrated right now, okay? But if things just stay clicking and things just stay working, I would say the worst case scenario for the 49ers is they make a they make the wild they make the wild card and get knocked right out. That's to me that is the worst case scenario. So I so I'm pretty much guaranteeing that 49ers the 49ers make the playoffs. Alright, so that's really all I have today. Hope you guys enjoyed it, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.